Hey guys, welcome back to the, 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 the Love Talk Podcast. <laughs> welcome back to the Love Talk Podcast with Devin and Bianca. As always, I am your host, Bianca, and I have my lovely co-host, Devin. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you know that's a trigger for me? <laughs> I won't let you defeat me. <laughs> Okay. So, you know, I'm choosing the high road. you choosing the high road? My first lady, Michelle, said when they go low, we go high. Oh, okay. Cool. And Michelle. Okay. M.O. Mm, okay. <laughs> Devin's starting off real spicy this week, guys. He's on spring break. Yeah. So, he's been giving a lot of sass and a lot of attitude. she got me working on spring break. I ain't supposed to be potting on spring break. <laughs> well, if this was your idea to the, wait until the last minute. The pod father is on time. Oh, God. The pod father. <laughs> Anyways, guys, guys, welcome back to week five, episode four, and this week's episode is titled, Because I'm a Boss. Well, that's not the real title. It's called I'm Bossy, but because yeah. I'm bossy, I'm the first one to record a pod. I'm the second one to... Okay, soldier boy. <laughs> that was Khalees. Well, I'm the first one to record. You know, he's always trying to claim the first of everything. Oh, yeah. I'm the first one to get married. Out of who? Out of nobody. All right. <laughs> Anyways, guys, this week's episode is titled I'm Bossy. Um, And I'm super excited to talk about this topic yeah i think this is a good one because a lot of people think that you in a relationship and i it's do just, and it's just period it's just not <laughs> it's not true it's not true we're a team it's no bosses in this relationship the only boss is god okay can i get an amen out there uh-uh. <laughs> this week guys we are talking about gender roles in relationship and this is a good topic because a lot of people do think i run our marriage our relationship mm-hmm. and what's your thoughts on that babe you think i'm bossy um i don't think you bossy per se i just think that cer- certain things you're really good at and mm-hmm. i kind of let you take lead mm-hmm. not let you take lead because once again we don't have like a gender roles per se mm-hmm. um so i do kind of i let you do what you do best mm-hmm. so when it comes to planning and organizing uh, bills, finances, I kind of let you take control of that because mm-hmm. that's what you do best. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to tender, loving kid, that's what I do. That's why they call me Mr. Feel Good. Who calls you Mr. Feel Good? <laughs> um, I'm speaking into existence. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not speaking anything into existence because ain't nobody should be saying you Mr. Feel Good but me. Call me Mr. Steal Your Girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, guys. Now, I'm going to call the shot. This will be the last podcast because Devin is out here. Trying to have a hot boy summer. Hey, I got a fresh cut. Okay, so Devin got a haircut. And that's another thing. Y'all might notice his ego has boosted <laughs> off. <laughs> we should be recording this so they can see my face. Because Devin has gotten a haircut and he's been Ooh. out of control ever since. I mean, hey, I got that, that Dolce & Gabbana. That YSL. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> guys. So, as we mentioned, this week... um. We're going to be talking about gender roles, and we're going to be talking about um, how our, how gender roles work in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but more importantly, how they don't work, because we don't have gender roles. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times when you get married, um, especially for us, too, when we were in premarital counseling, it talks a lot about the husband providing and the wife submitting. Um, and for us, I would get, I, I guess we... Devin provides, and I do submit, 
But Devin also submits and I also provide. So it just, it depends on what the situation is because we just don't believe in, you know, the husband make all the decisions. I would say that we have a more modern take on marriage. All right, babe. So I I like that. A modern marriage. So for the listeners out there, what exactly you consider a modern marriage? Um, to me, a modern marriage is, you know, non-traditional. Um, I feel like we do things, uh very non-traditional when I think of a traditional marriage you know I think of granddad and grandmom and how granddad paid all the bills and grandma stayed home and worked even if she worked she took care of the kids and you know grandpa came in the house put his feet up he had to be served he ate me for the kids and today you know our marriage don't look like that you know we both work we both cook we both clean we both take care of you know household uh chores um there's been times where you know I've made more money than you and maybe had to step up and provide financially. There's been times where, you know, you've made more money than me and stepped up and provided financially. But at the end of the day, it was a partnership. We always did things. We always do things together. Um, And for me, that's a little non-traditional. I think our generation is working towards that where everything is a partnership. And sometimes... You know, nowadays, even you see the dads being stay-at-home dads while the mom go after her career and work or whatever the case may be. So, to me, that's what non-traditional is when I think about it. It's not just me serving you and being submissive. We serve and submit to each other. 100%. So, just out of curiosity, have you ever even been in a traditional relationship before? Um, I was in a traditional relationship, but he wanted it more traditional and I just wasn't like that. And so I feel like that's why we never worked because, you know, he was the type of guy where he thought that a woman is supposed to cook and she's supposed to clean and he could put little to no effort in and that just wasn't going to fly with me. Like, you know, if we're going to be in a relationship and we're working towards marriage or working towards whatever your end goal is for that relationship you know you it, it has to be a partnership and that it just wasn't a partnership definitely and so we <laughs> we didn't work okay that definitely makes sense so mm. i was just wondering i was just thinking too when you were talking like i don't think i ever been in like a traditional relationship yeah um because even with this relationship is it's it's fun and, yeah but i love the fact that hey so i do cook sometimes and you clean them mm-hmm. but I know for the most part the role is like not role per se mm-hmm. but like how it goes is like usually when you cook I clean yeah or usually like if you had a long day at work I'll bring home dinner exactly or some days I had a long day at work you but like, hey baby don't worry about it or like last week you bring famous famous days home mm-hmm. that's not a sponsorship by the way <laughs> but like so like that was really really cool because we kind of we we catered each other's weaknesses or and and the people the person who has the strength in the relationship mm-hmm. they it's like whatever they're showing at that's what they continue to be doing exactly. perfect example you are the queen of clean, cleaning clothes all my clothes smell like wet water after I clean them yes so with that being said <laughs> wet dog like, wow so <laughs> yeah so like my my clothes smell terrible after yeah. I wash them but you have all the clothes smelling good you even cater to me when it comes to my sensitive skin so like you even get change of detergent you still found a way to make it smell good yeah. so uh, like that's your strength but like my strength might be cleaning washing dishes I like yeah. washing dishes for some yeah. or my other strength might be walking the dogs which of course like people are like well, walking the dog isn't really a strength but you say that until you gotta wake up in the morning cause they want it because they wanna go for a walk yep it's um, cold it's, it's raining cold. and it's definitely a chore definitely cause that, that was the honestly I thought about some of those so many times because 
<laughs> it's, it's so hard. Yeah, when it's hard for me with the baby now because 100%. they pull and stuff. But when it before Shiloh, mm-hmm. you know, I was able to walk them with no issues. Definitely, you know, even because I came into the relationship with with pets. Definitely, so. and yeah, and I didn't have any pets yeah. at all. So, but like even like the snow days, that that's um, that's honestly the worst part about having dogs. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the snow days and the nights we want to go out and we got to find like somebody mm-hmm. to watch the dogs mm-hmm. but other than that so alright sweet so, yeah other strong suit too you don't do it much here because we don't have a lot of carpet but you were the king of vacuum oh line. I used to love vacuum so when Devin when I first started dating Devin and I used to go over his house um, I was like look at him and these vacuum lines and he would always be posting on Instagram how perfectly vacuumed his carpet was. And I'm not going to lie, I used to be a little jealous. Like, damn, why didn't he do that when he come to my house on the weekend? I mean, you know what I'm saying? You ain't had that super sucker 3000. Things to suck everything up. But, uh, but yeah, that's... Um, so I definitely think, like, when I think of, you know, non-traditional or modern marriage, that's what I think. Everything is a joint responsibility um and so yeah definitely so I mean, but I'm, and I'm sorry babe I do have one really like we yeah. do still have traditional things like you still open the door for me and definitely. you still you know provide you still lead us in prayer you still cover us spiritually mm. you know physically like you don't like for us to I don't know if I mentioned it already but you don't like for me to go out later at night mm-hmm. by myself whether that's walking the dogs or running to the store you're like no I'll do it um you do like for me to like stay close to the baby and stay home if you feel like it's late at night or you know whatever the case may be you always check on me like I said opening the doors and you know just making me feel like the only woman in the world and like catering to my every desire want and need um but so we do have some traditional qualities but I feel like every marriage is different you know nowadays modern marriages could look like anything you know it they could be it, it could be anything definitely you know every because everybody relationship is different definitely and i think the other good part is you got to really know what you want mm-hmm. like and i know we talked about this last podcast if i went to the relationship thinking oh well bianca is a woman she better clean the kitchen she mm-hmm. better clean the bathroom she better do this and that mm-hmm. like it wouldn't have worked because you're like hold up bro like mm-hmm. <laughs> i ain't no slave yeah and i think that's the other thing like when i look at gender roles it's First of all, there's no reason why men should be like 20 something don't know how to cook. Yeah. That's because in their mind, like their parents maybe told them, like, oh, guys mm-hmm. ain't supposed to be in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Or guys ain't supposed to be cleaning the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you you might be a guy, but you can do whatever a woman can do. And you shouldn't want to know those qualities because a lot of the times in vows is until death do us part. So, what if your partner gets sick? You're not going to know how to maintain the house. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to cook and provide for the kids and clean. Like when I was pregnant, and even after I had my my baby, our baby, yeah. <laughs> um, I, mean, I mean, even after I had the baby, you know, it was Devin because I had a C section, so Devin had no choice but to cook and to clean because I couldn't really move around like that. Definitely. So you know, the, having those qualities are nice in a man, and like I said, more women. If your husband is feeding into the relationship or your boyfriend, fiance, whoever is feeding into the relationship and providing that mental, emotional and sometimes physical for the woman, she will naturally submit. Mm -hmm. Um, In the Bible, you know, it says if your husband submit to the Lord, 
I'm not quoting the Bible directly mm-hmm. because I, I don't obviously know the, the full scripture, but it all it, it sums up to say basically if the man submits to God, the woman will submit to her husband. Definitely. And so submission looks like a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Like if my husband feed me mentally and emotionally and spiritually and physically, I'm going to naturally submit to him because he's taking care of me. You scratch my back, I scratch yours and vice versa. Um, were you going to say something? But I just want to say, like, I do agree with that, but I feel like men should be able to submit to their wife as well. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's where, like, and I hate to, sorry, don't get canceled me religion, like Bible tappers or Bible thumpers, or they call it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I do believe that, yes, we both should be submitting to God. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know this isn't, like, a religious podcast. Yeah. But we both should be submitting to God. And you should, I should be able to submit to you too. Mm-hmm. Like, you work hard, you had a baby, you carried a baby for not, well, eight months in our case, but like nine months, most women carry babies. Mm-hmm. You, middle of the night, you turn over and you feed that baby. You do all these things for the mm-hmm. baby. So, why can't I submit to you? You're strong, you're beautiful, you're intelligent. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. I think, on. I mean, another one. Another one. Oh, uh, <laughs> you, you, you look delicious. Oh, uh, talk to me, Wait. wait, wait. <laughs> Oh, Sorry, I was goodness. getting carried away. Oh, oh, man. All right. Well, look at the time, guys. That's episode four. Right? No. All right, we got to go. <laughs> no, no but on a serious note, it's like, like I should be able to submit to you. Right. Like, why can't I? Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes people take, like, I hope I don't get canceled. They take these words in the Bible and they just, like, run with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, oh, yeah, you shouldn't, like, a man shouldn't submit to God. Mm-hmm. But why can't a man submit to his woman? Did, did, did you even get the other side? Like, God wants the man to submit to the woman, too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some people take the Bible and kind of use it towards, like, what they want mm-hmm. to make it stand for. Mm-hmm. But I know as far as, like, in my heart, I'm always to submit to my wife. Mm-hmm. Because my wife is beautiful. She's intelligent. Why can't I? Like, she deserves to be her feet rubbed after a long day. Just mm-hmm. like sometimes I want my back rubbed after a long day. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's super duper important that, in, in my personal opinion, we should take the roles out of relationships. Yeah, we, we should. We should. It's no, it's, it should be no gender roles. In a, first of all, gender roles is, should be canceled because technically... Babe, what's up with you in this cancel word? Because, like? I mean, honestly, if we're being, like, real here, mm-hmm. that's... It's kind of stupid. Like, that's kind of, like, outdated mm-hmm. in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, if that's how you run your household, by all means, please keep running your household. Yeah, go for it. But I just, I just feel like it's dumb in a sense because I feel like we, the society has made men so weak in a sense of, oh, I can't do that. It's a woman thing. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. That's what... Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, I feel like we also let women down, too, because... Women don't know how to change tires. Women don't know how to do an oil change, and that's well, how I they can get. change my tires. Well, I guess I'm the woman here because I don't know how to change. <laughs> I'm it, different. But, yeah. Yeah. but uh, <laughs> so, but I think gender roles are all like kind of dumb in a sense yeah. because why why can't why can't a woman be the best mechanic in the world? Yeah. But and there's no reason why a woman should go into a car dealership and try to get like and people finesse her mm-hmm. because she doesn't know how to do something. Like, mm-hmm. This is dumb. Yeah. In my opinion. So I, I feel agree. like once you take gender roles out your relationship, your relationship will grow because mm-hmm. you really got you really get to know the person for who they are rather than what they can provide for you. Yeah. And to me it doesn't make one of us less than because let's say if you was a chef, that doesn't make me less of a woman because I can't cook and you that's your strong suit. Or for instance I'm good with money and maybe you're not. That doesn't make you less of a man. It just means that I'm more stable in this area of my life. So 
I'm going to submit to my wife because that she I know she's going to be good. I know she's going to put our money up. I know she's going to save. I know she's not going to let me spend on dumb stuff. You know, I know that if we have a goal in mind, my wife is going to make sure we get to that goal. Granted, you have to do your part, too, because, again, it's a partnership. Mm-hmm. But you let me lead. Um, I know last year when we were looking to buy a house, a lot of the times when I had something to say, you take a step back because I am the one that's going to come in with the aggressive, the more aggressive questions. I'm not going to let nobody finesse us. Even with us, you know, (laughs) when Shiloh um, was going to swim last week and they were like giving us a hard way to go. You was like, one second, let me put my wife on the phone. And then respectfully, you know, I was like grilling her a little bit because I felt like it was BS what they were trying to do to us. So sometimes you have to be able to know when to tap your partner. And it's almost like wrestling. I'm going to be like you this week and use analogies. But it's kind of like you tag teaming your partner in and say, I need your help with this. You know, I'm I'm worn out or whatever. And then you tap me in and it's like, I got your back, babe. I got us. Uh, Well, I'm Sasha Banks, though. Well, you already know I'm Bianca. <laughs> What's her last name? Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. You know, there's the Biancas. It's the bees. I mean, she is the baddest. So. She is. <laughs> who got the baddest? All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that to me, that's what modern marriage is. Um, and it's fun. And it's healthy. And it, it gives balance to the relationship. Definitely. And I think I want to touch on something you just said about, like, you are the more aggressive in mm-hmm. the relationship. So, like, how is it dating someone passive? That's not. Ugh. Uh, so. Married to someone passive. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Correction. Um, At first, it was hard. Because, you know, when I came into the marriage. Well, when I came into the relationship. I always dated alpha guys. I'm an alpha female, so I always dated alpha guys, and I always thought that that's what a man was supposed to be. But you kind of humbled me a little bit, and you showed me that it's okay to be passive and still very much masculine Mm -hmm. because it did give us that healthy balance. When I dated more, like, aggressive guys and alpha guys, we clashed so much because... Everybody is trying to be that dominant person. Not saying that I couldn't, but I just couldn't submit to guys who were trying to run me mm-hmm. and make me feel that I had to submit to them. But with you, you came in and you're like, no, it's okay. Like, And that was something that I was never used to. So in the beginning, it was hard for me to understand because I've been around alpha men my whole life. So this was like a new take on yeah. dating. Well, I think in my personal opinion, no disrespect to my alpha guys out there. Um, but like I feel like a lot of men like that, they do that to cover up something like mm-hmm. their weakness. And I mm-hmm. feel like in order to have a successful relationship, you have to be vulnerable. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. I don't need to be aggressive. Why do I need to be aggressive with the woman I love? Why mm-hmm. do I need to be aggressive to people that like on the outside if I don't care about yeah. them in a sense? Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of men like kind of like go astray in a sense or yeah. mess up relationships. It's like, oh, I gotta be this for her. I gotta be that. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what's even sexier? Like, for a woman, probably, and in my, of course, I'm not a woman because I can't speak for women, mm-hmm. but like a man that can know how to ha- have an intelligent conversation and mm-hmm. diffuse the situation mm-hmm. rather than violence uh, occurring. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, granted, and I'm, I'm working on it because like, I haven't came with the eloquent way, like, eloquent way to say certain mm-hmm. things, but I can, I can diffuse the situation easily. Mm-hmm. And I, the only thing I would like to change about myself, I say sorry a lot. Yes. But I say sorry because I just, what I'm realizing is people are crazy nowadays. They'll kill you for just 
cutting in front of them yeah. and not even realizing it. And yeah. So it's like I really sometimes I really just diffuse the situation before it like escalates. Mm-hmm. But I definitely understand how I, at first like being passive could be very annoying. Mm-hmm. But that's what I will say I love about you though because like I feel like even though I'm super passive you also match that energy or and mm-hmm. you kind of like and put that fire to me it's like you're being way too passive about that you gotta fix that mm-hmm. or you gotta say something you can't let them walk over you yeah and I think that's, and not in a sense mm-hmm. where like somebody cut in front of Devin is like oh no you, you go and swing at him it's more so like you know if I could share this about like work <laughs> oh like my past job your past job okay, yeah, like not work. not your current job your yeah. past job <laughs> And you know how you you really wanted to go up for a position mm-hmm. and they was just giving you a hard way to go and they, they kept putting stuff on you and putting stuff on you. And, you know, I was like, babe, that's not right. You got to stand up for what you believe in. Mm-hmm. If, if it's too much, you have to let them know that. If it's something else that you want to do, you have to let them know. And I think that kind of helped you in your new job kind of speak up for yourself a little bit and just not even speaking up but having those healthy conversations where it's like now you can say what's on your mind you can let them know how you feel and what you think without being confrontational so it's like you know that's why I always wanted Devin to kind of find his voice in a sense because it is sexy when a guy can diffuse a situation like you know one day we were out I think it was a national harbor oh yeah I never that was early in our relationship that was early in our relationship and this was the first time I've seen Devin really like get worked up but it wasn't worked up to the point he wanted to fight but standing up for me because a guy like knocked into me and didn't say excuse me and Devin was able to kind of like approach him but kind of still diffuse the situation in a sense and then another one when we went to the flea market oh, yeah. and this guy was trying to I don't know if he was trying to holler or yeah, talk or whatever pause on that's all you need to know De- <laughs> Devin was trying to put the pause on him just kidding. I had backup. Yeah, Devin had backup. He was feeling himself. He had my brother and my dad, and Devin was really feeling himself. But Devin was, you know, the guy didn't care that Devin was my husband. And, you know, the guy kept, you know, trying to be ignorant. You, you know. Hey, sweetheart. Hey, sweetheart. Come here, sweetheart. I got something for you to try, sweetheart. And this is Devin. What's up, man? Well, I got her. I'm her husband. What you need? And this is him. I don't care, nigga. <laughs> And, you know, Devin still walked over there and approached the guy because I obviously wasn't going to walk over there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Devin was able to... He, he finds his voice when he needs to yeah. find his voice, in a sense. So, you know, for me, it's always nice to see. And when that, whatever Devin went over there and said, the guy was like, you know, it wasn't, you know, nothing like that or whatever. But the, it kind of diffused... He yeah. kind of diffused the situation, in a sense. And all I said was, you can get your whole family hit up, bro. Devin! <laughs> okay, <laughs> I did not say that actually. No, I mean all I did was honestly what I did was I was like I was like like no disrespect, that's my wife, like we got a baby and like like what do you need? Like I'm not gonna make her walk away over here. Yeah. And he gave me some dollars or body wash. Yeah. Like, Bro. So <laughs> he was like, give this to your wife and you know yeah, and it, 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 it was, was an easy it was. fix. It yeah. Very, but yeah. I feel like a lot of problems honestly could be an easy fix. But once men take the ego out of it, mm-hmm. like they'll be alright mm-hmm. in a sense. So um, I mean, I think that I think that was pretty much great, like how. We <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's good. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good too. Um, and sometimes we have to realize that it's okay to 
let things go. Like, even with women, like, I've always been an alpha woman. I've always been independent. So, for me, letting go of some things and allowing you to lead in the areas that I'm usually used to leading myself, um, it's been a great feeling, a great transition, and a healthy balance. Because I don't feel like I'm stuck doing everything. You know, I've really, for the first time in my life, I feel like I have help. You know, and I feel like it's a true partnership. It's a friendship. It's a partnership. It's almost like our marriage is a business, and mm-hmm. we went into business together. Yep. And it's like I run everything past my partner. My partner run everything past me, and we literally work together to make this business flow. Definitely, because at the end of the day, like as a business partners, my job is to help you win, mm-hmm. just like your job is to help me win. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing something that's not beneficial to the business, mm-hmm. you gotta let me know. Exactly, I might not be the best business partner for you. You might have to get rid of me. And I hate to say that, but that's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially with having a child now, it's even more mm-hmm. essential that we work together. Mm-hmm. Because if we're not on the same page, she'll see that, and then she can take advantage of us, mm-hmm. or she might not know what to do. Yep. So yep. therefore, it's super important. So, uh, question for you though. Yes. How is it? How is it following? Because uh, I know we talked about like leading and things of that nature. We, ta- we touched on it, mm-hmm. but like, how is it following someone that where it's like no gender roles where? Dude, does he think it makes it easier because it's not a gender role in our relationship? Where, like, is it easier for you to follow, or do you think it's harder for you to follow? It's easier for me to follow because you're easy to work with. Mm-hmm. So, not to bring it up, but like that past relationship that we was just talking about, it was very hard to follow the things that he was doing because one. He was he did things off of impulse. It was no thinking about it. It was no talking about it. He just did things off of impulse. And so it's hard for me because I'm more of a strategic planner. So for somebody to be that impulsive, you know, I'm like, uh, yeah, that no, I can't. I, I, I just can't agree with that. I can't deal with that or, you know, get with that. Um, and then again, he was just the type of guy where, you know, if he could be in the house all day and I have an hour ride home or an hour ride, you know, back to, to him or whatever the case may be. And literally he wouldn't get dinner started. He wouldn't do anything, you know, it, and it, it, it was just it, it was just a big difference. So to kind of answer your question and go back, it's hard to follow somebody that don't feed what you feed, that don't put in what you put in. Mm-hmm. You know, with you, I don't have to worry about that because you always match my energy. You sometimes go above and beyond that. And sometimes you will put things in a pot. And I'm like, I'd be like, Dad, babe, well, what was that extra little ingredient or whatever? Because you're always constantly feeding the relationship, Definitely. feeding the marriage, making sure that I'm happy. Um, there might be times where you're like, babe, I'm going to cook dinner tonight, but I don't make the best sides. I'll handle the meats, and you bring the sides. Hey, yo. That's what she said. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you bring, I'll do the cook the meats, and you do the sides. And so it's a true partnership. So it's like, okay, I can do that, babe. You know, it doesn't that doesn't stress me out trying to cook a whole meal by myself and still attend to our child. And, you know, when she gets hungry and having to feed her. Um, so it's very easy to follow you because you always have our best interest yeah. at heart. Um, even when, you know, we talk about the house and stuff like that, you know, last year we wanted to buy a house really bad and the market just wasn't where we needed it to be. And, you know, you're like, babe, let's, let's take a step back because 
I don't want to set our family up for failure. And I was like, you know what? As bad as I want a house, you're absolutely right. I feel like buying a house right now in this market would not be the smartest idea, uh, the smartest thing for us. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we took a step back. But part of that was you kind of identifying that, babe, I know we really want it, but it might help if we just hold off another year. It might help if we just kind of stay focused on saving and doing the things that we need to do to get prepared for buying a house. And, you know... So it's easy to follow when your partner is bringing what they need to bring to the table. You find people kind of bashing each other or uh, bumping heads when there's no submission in the relationship and everybody is trying to be independent. Everybody is trying to be the aggressor. Everybody is trying to be dominant. Nobody want to listen to each other. And then you'll find so many hiccups in the relationship because of that. Definitely. And I think what you said was kind of like good because I think one of the quotes, is, I think it's like a known quote, is mm-hmm. some of the, the best leader is the is the one that actually works with the workers. Mm-hmm. In a sense. And I think that's kind of where we are, where it's like, mm-hmm. we don't have a leader because we both work yep. and we both have the same goal. Mm-hmm. So I feel like as long as you have a goal in mind, the leadership part is, is so easy. Yeah. Like, it's so easy to follow you because I know for sure you're not going to set me up to go down the wrong path. Yeah. It's so easy to follow you because I know that you have our best interests at heart. Yeah. So, with that being said, I just, you know, I'm really grateful for you because when we first started dating, you actually showed me that, hey, you don't have to be the loudest voice in the room. And even though, like, as you said, you're the aggressor, you don't have to, like, you didn't, I don't have to have the loudest voice in the room. I don't have to, like, yeah. like pick up. I don't have to, I'm sorry, what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> I don't have to, like, be, be Mr. Angry Guy. Yeah. Because, hey, you got this. You can be, be yourself. And I think mm-hmm. that's super important. It's just learning how to be yourself. A lot of guys get in relationships and say, oh, I got to do this. I got to be this. I got to. But it's like, just be yourself. Yeah. And whatever. And I'm, I'm going to help you correct your flaws. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you learn how to, like, handle situations better. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, I'm going to show you how to continue loving me right. Mm-hmm. And then also continue to have a voice for yourself. Yep. And it was something else that you just said as well is the the greatest leader is the one that can work with the workers. Uh, I think what the saying is the greatest leader is the one that can listen and take direction. And it's something like that. We're going to have to pull out Google, but um, it is like a leader. When I think of a good leader, I think of somebody that can take direction. I think of someone that can listen because you're never too deep into something where you can't learn, where you can't grow. Um, That's why they have continuing education. Just because you get your degree doesn't mean you can't continue to, you know, further that education and learn. So the greatest leaders is always the ones that can listen and take note and improve and be better. Um, The more you keep growing and learning, the more your family grows and the more your family learns. And the better examples you can set for not only you, mm-hmm. but your wife and your children, Definitely. you know. So it's important to never settle um, thinking that where you are in a relationship, that's just the end all be all. You should always be encouraging both sides, both partners to continue growing, to continue learning, to continue investing into the marriage. Um, to continue taking turns and, and really knowing what your partner's strengths and weaknesses are. Definitely. Because if I know what your strengths and weaknesses are, 
I can I can know what I have to bring to the table. Definitely. If you know what my strengths and weaknesses are, you are more prepared to better lead our family or submit. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's I think this conversation is one that's needed. Um, so that people can understand that you know, just because you're a man, it doesn't take away from your manhood. Definitely. Just because you're letting your wife make the decisions, or you're letting your wife kind of lead the family in an area that you're not the sh- the, the most um, skilled in. Skilled in, yeah. yeah. So, and I and I think that's super important too. Because I, I feel like I already kind of touched on it. Society makes it like mm-hmm. that. Where you, Society, you social, media, social media. Yeah. So a perfect example, and like, I know we're kind of going off topic a little bit. I know like the recent comments, and uh, this is our first time doing this. We're talking about current events. Mm-hmm. But like the whole Sierra and Russell Wilson thing. Oh my, where, yes, So yes. it's like, uh, what kind of, he was a cornball, blah, yeah, blah, Yeah, he's a square. He's a square. But to me, I feel like, and see, and we just talked about this yesterday when we were in our car ride, mm-hmm. but like how Sierra had to go through all these mm-hmm. terrible guys to finally find the right guy. Mm-hmm. And I guess you can kind of like, and not to be like, put you out there, but it's kind of yeah. like your journey too. You yeah. had to date bad guys to get mm-hmm. to a good guy. And just mm-hmm. like me, I had to go through terrible relationships mm-hmm. or terrible dating processes mm-hmm. to get to the woman that was right for me. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you feel about that? That even the comment of just, he was, he was corny or, you know. I feel like the guys that said he's corny, the guys that say he's a square, are the same guys that have insecurities, mm-hmm. um, and they give off that macho demeanor because they're trying to cover something up. Um, you can't call somebody a man corny for being a stand-up guy, um, taking care of his wife, publicly showing affection to her, publicly respecting her, and I'm pretty sure if he does it in the public, he's doing it in private. 100%. Stepping in and taking care of someone else's child before they even had children together, um, because that that guy that you know future Sierra's mm. you know ex boyfriend he you know I don't know what kind of father he is, but he doesn't seem like he's fully invested in his son. This is the same guy that has eight or nine different baby mamas, mm-hmm. and uh, all of his kids have different baby mamas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like. People who clown, men who clown guys like Russell seriously have issues. It's nothing about him that's weird. It's nothing about him that's a square. It's nothing about a man that stands up for his woman and stands up for his marriage and publicly display that. You know, so I agree. You you made a comment a, a couple of minutes ago where it was just like, you know, some guys have sometimes had stuff to hide. And I agree. At some point... It's an insecurity when you feel the need to attack another man because he's loving his wife and he's taking care of his family, especially in our community, because you don't see that often where black men are standing up for their wives, for their families, you know. So I I think that people who comment on other people's relationships, first of all, is just it's pointless. Why are you worried about what somebody else is doing in their relationship? But two, you are corny to me if you feel like somebody like that is the problem. Right. People like that are part of the problem. 100%. But I feel like there's also a lot to say about how in society it's like, hey, well, if a man kind of has it together, either... Like he he's a cornball or he's whatever a loser a lame but it's like bro like 
if you've been through so much bad stuff, mm-hmm. maybe it's time for you to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a learning point or a gem in the podcast mm-hmm. right there. Is like, hey, maybe if you are dating the same kind of women, the same type type of guys, and it's not working out, mm-hmm. just maybe it's time for you to try somebody different. Mm-hmm. Maybe the guy that keeps texting you that you think is kind of corny, mm-hmm. you should give him a chance. Yeah. And I think like even with me and you, it's like, granted. I'm pretty sure I'm not like I don't fall in your regular type of guy you dated, mm-hmm. but you gave it a chance and you gave me something different. Yeah, because what I looked at is I want if if I if and this is my thing if God ever blessed me with children because we obviously I struggled with having children. Um, if God ever provided me with children, I want to make sure that I choose a husband and a father for my children that are going to set examples. I want my daughter to be able to look back on our marriage and say, my dad, that's the type of guy that I want to have in the future because he he showed my mom respect. He treated me with respect. He was a family man. He was there. He took care of home. He did what he needed to do. And granted, you know, that's not, it doesn't always go that way because sometimes you don't know what people's agendas are. You know, some people appear to be awesome women and men and they're not but you know at the same time you are right you weren't somebody who I would have gone for in the past because you were so different than what I was used to again I was used to those macho men and you know oh they they had to be aggressive they had to talk like this they had to walk like this and you see where that got me (laughs) it led me right to you but when i met you it was just like a breath of fresh air it was just like oh wow this guy is real different and you know he he goes above and beyond and you know it, it was just a different experience and i tell people all the time like when i'm having conversations with my friends or even the women in my family i always say give that guy a chance that you might think is so different you know give that guy a chance who you know and some of the things that i've heard is like oh he's country or he's this or he's that and some things you know you can truly change in a relationship or changing a person um if you just give him a chance definitely 100% and i feel like sometimes love will love will definitely overpower all that stuff mm-hmm. anyway like love can definitely help you overcome that that shallowness, honestly, in mm-hmm. a sense, where it's like you're just shallow, and hey, I don't like the way he talks. I don't like the way he looks. I don't. The one, the one of the best things about you was you taught, you kind of up, upgraded my wardrobe in a sense, mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, cool. I'm used to just wearing sweatpants and I wear the same shoes until they get holes in them, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, damn, do I really want to buy a new pair of shoes? Yeah, and I just keep wearing them with the hole in them, but you. Like, alright, cool. Well, I know Devin's never gonna buy shoes for us, so I'm gonna buy him shoes. Mm-hmm. And, like, you make it a mission of of your own to, like, whatever flaws I have, you kind of help me with them. Mm-hmm. Whether that's standing up for myself or whether that's just, like, matching my, helping me get my fly up mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. So, and one of the things for us was, you know, now it's like, oh, my wife looked like that. Oh, well, I'm gonna do this too. And then you just started buying stuff for yourself. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, he got his little jeans, his little distressed jeans, or, you know, he he got his little sweaters on, and, you know, you kind of took that and said, okay. Or even with your haircuts, I know my wife likes this, so I'm going to get my haircut a certain type of way, or whatever the case may be. So, it's really, those minor things don't really matter. What matters is, 
you know, you guys being able to work as a couple. And, you know, what matters is that person treating you with respect. So don't go into every situation because somebody is a cornball and they don't they don't wear the latest designers and oh he's a cornball or because he takes care of his family he's a cornball or because he talks proper he's a cornball um same thing with women because she don't wear the latest designers and got the weave all down to her back that she's not you know somebody that you can date granted people have their preferences um you can never hate someone for having preferences but all this to say, give people a chance, Definitely. you know, especially if you want to be happy. If you, you want to have a successful relationship, you have to give people a chance. 100%. Sweet. I love it, B. I think that was a great episode. Absolutely. So you have any final thoughts? Um, I don't. I mean, I, I think people, you know, love on who you want to love on. Yep. Don't worry about... What society has to say yep. um, Do things your way On your time um, And don't don't look at what other people have and, and try to mirror that Literally figure out the best plan For you and your spouse Or you and your partner You yep. know if y'all are not married I always stress that um, And y'all figure out what works for y'all don't, don't worry about what everybody else has to say And we say it all the time in our in our podcast, you know, we're not here to tell people what to do. Um, we're not here to say the right way to do things. We just talk about our path and um, our experiences as husband and wife and how things have worked out for us or what things didn't work out for us. And if people agree with it, then they agree with it. And if they don't, they don't. But love how you want to love um, because love is not one size fit all. Yep. That's so true. Um, and just to kind of pick up off that, I think it's important that what you love with your heart, none of that other stuff matters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the only way you really love with your heart is you got to, like, envision that person mm-hmm. naked. And I'm not saying naked in the sense of, like, sexual. Mm-hmm. But, like, hey, like, this person makes me so, like, can we combine? Can we be one together? Mm-hmm. And I think that's super important. Even my daughter had to look and say, dang, daddy, you preaching right now. <laughs> so, like. Uh, and, and another thing, I'm sorry, is knowing your flaws. You know, we're all flawed in a sense, all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so if you go into a relationship, you know, understand what your flaws are, understand what your strengths and weaknesses are. Just because you have a weakness don't mean that you're a bad person. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, you are unfit to love somebody. Mm-hmm. It just means that, hey, listen, this is an area of my life that I really struggle with. Yep. And so I'm I'm going to need your help here. And if you're also not strong in it, then we have to come up with a plan to figure it out together. Because that's what people do in relationships. It's all about teamwork. Definitely. It's all about figuring things out together. Um, even if I am strong in it, I still, you know, take my husband's advice. I still give him an opportunity to speak on it and vice versa. So, understanding what you bring to the table and what you don't bring to the table. Um, and, and just stop being one-sided when judging people. 100%. And I think that's the other thing. We just got to stop judging people. Because mm-hmm. when you stop judging, that's when you allow people to come in. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like I said, from my first walk back from the baseball game, like, I knew I wanted to, like, talk to Bianca. I know I wanted to, like... Get to know her more and even date her in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we kind of, like, it wasn't about, like, what I wore. Because I'm pretty sure when I started working there, I was wearing the same stuff pretty much every day. Mm, same khaki. Same khaki, <laughs> same shoes, same t-shirt. 
probably different shirts, but yeah. <laughs> so long story short, it's like once you take out the exterior and you look at the interior, it kind of works out. And with that being said, that was episode four. I'm bossy. Thank you guys. See, I just want to thank you before I leave. Thank you guys for subscribing. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to everybody that's like been listening to us. Sorry, I'm so distracted right now. <laughs> um, Shallow has awoken and now she's in here turning up. So, uh, but you know, from me, Bianca, and Shallow, we just thank you guys so much for listening. We just thank you guys for so much for supporting us. Um, even if you aren't able to listen to it. Like, thank you for subscribing and being a part of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, we love doing this. We love, like, providing this platform for you guys. So, uh, of course, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram now. We're working on TikTok dances. I mean, my dance moves ain't as slick as they... I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how to whip the nene like I thought I did. Uh, so, uh, just keep listening to us. Keep subscribing to us. I'm like, we can't thank you guys enough for everything. Yeah. Uh, and if you guys have a topic that's on your heart... Yeah. Let us know, you know, text us, reach out on social media. We also found out, like, if you listen to us here on Anchor, you can leave us a voicemail. So let us know what you guys think and how you guys feel. And, you know, um, if there's anything you want to talk about, yeah. we let's have that conversation. Yep. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to episode four. I'm Balsy. We enjoyed talking this week with you guys. Um, and we will catch you next week. The, 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 the Love Talk Podcast. Bye. Bye.